Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This, this, this is Jolly Rogers and Touchdown with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. And speaking of Mike Evans, we've got some updates to get into. You guys know I typically open the show kindly, ever so gently, reminding you all that this is not only your favorite Buccaneers podcast, but this is your favorite Bucks podcast to get all of your insight and entertainment. And what is more entertaining in the updates in the opening of today's new episode than to just touch back on some of the drama from... Mm -hmm. It's getting up there as one of the best rivalries. I know a lot of people are going to disagree, but c'est la vie. Um, one of the best rivalries. So as you all know, because I'm knowing, I'm confident that you listened to the post-game podcast. It was just so fun. Um, we had some information about a brawl that broke out from Bucks versus Saints. And there's been so much conversation, speculation, definitive opinions, uh, headlines that just make no sense surrounding something that to me Kaylee just feels really simple and here's here's the simple What's, yeah break break it down picture of it. it's painted in my head you know as you mentioned on on the Jolly Rogers and Touchdowns podcast previously Tom Brady was having a bit of a fit he was he was frustrated he was upset he's a 45 year old goat he can do what he wants um and he decided to have that frustrating conversation with a referee like almost every player does. There's a very few players that don't pop up and run straight over to the referee as if they're going to be the, you know, the the game changer there. Yeah, yeah. So while he was already yelling aloud to himself, then he decides to pivot over to the ref, have some conversation. And while he's in the midst of doing what Tom Brady does, having some conversation, Marshawn Lattimore, cornerback for the Saints, decides that he's going to attempt to antagonize. Now, am I saying this because we cover the Bucks? No, I'm using the word antagonize very specifically here because if it's not your business, if the person's not talking to you, then you're doing one of two things. You are taunting or you are antagonizing. Right, Kaylee? Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's what quarterbacks do. They're known for it. Like, Th that's what they do. They antagonize. Like they get in your head. That is what they're supposed to do. But Literally instead of doing it to the receivers, now he's doing it to the go. Tom Brady. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The quarterback, which I mean, I don't blame him. Like, fine. Do you like, yeah. Talk your smack. But like, also when you're talking smack to the goat, don't expect no repercussions. So somebody's probably going to say something back to you. Right. And maybe not even just somebody, but somebodies. And when you look at the footage closely, the main somebody that came to Tom Brady's rescue doo -doo -doo -doo, was Leonard Fournette. There was a well, push. He, yeah, was the a, first person. Yeah. To yeah. The in. first person yeah, on yeah. the on the crime scene um, was <laughs> <laughs> the first corner was okay. Leonard Fournette. Then. If you look at the little push shove, push shove, then the final shove came to the face, chin, helmet sliding of Leonard Fournette. So now he's removed of, out of the equation. And as that's taking place is where Mike Evans took it upon himself, yes, to no longer head towards the sideline, but to pivot about face 
and charge towards a the front of something else I'm specifying, the front of cornerback Marshawn Lattimore. We have to note that like as an aside, Casey, I just have to note like Tom Brady is still present. Like he is still there right next to the scuffle. So like, yes, in, so like, I, I, you know, like for the, for the hockey fans out there, I don't know how many bleed over, right? Like it, it's like a goalie. You protect your goalie, you protect your quarterback. It happens in football. Like you protect your quarterback. That's your guy. You're Mm -hmm. not going to let anybody mess with your guy. Tom Brady is right there. He's not a part of the scuffle. I don't think Marshawn Lattimore was trying to hit Tom Brady or get into Tom Brady's face necessarily, but Mm -hmm. like he is there. And so he, like he could be collateral damage in the scuffle. Mike Evans was like, not on my watch, (laughs) not my goalie. And I'm actually glad that you pointed that out though. First of all, great reference, great way to just paint that picture even more beautifully because in hockey, you can really almost protect your goalie at all costs. I mean, when oh, you want yeah. to talk about an ugly well, scuffle. I mean, they drop the gloves. Yeah. Yeah. It's or different. a melee or whatever you call it. Yeah. It gets nasty at the rink. So just something to keep in mind in comparison to the words and uh, the the descriptions used for Mike Evans' actions. This is where you kind of realize how dramatic it got. I will say this, and I just saw this, Kaylee. I didn't see it before. But uh, leave it to Greg Allman of The Athletic to kind of – he should have been – he should be Mike Evans' lawyer. I never thought about this uh, path for him, but he's impressed me in the past 48 hours. He posted a still frame, and in the middle of Brady clearly, like, yelling, um, you see Lattimore's hand on Brady's chest. Oh, and he does come up and he, – He puts his hand on him. And now maybe he didn't push yet. Again, it's a still frame, guys. I'm not trying to create anything here. But you do in the still frame on Greg Allman's Twitter see the hand on Tom Brady's chest. And you see Mike Evans at least a foot and a half, maybe two feet behind Tom Brady. So imagine from player point of view what he saw and heard out there in the midst of it all. Come on. He's not exactly fully innocent here as a lot of people are trying to be like, oh my gosh, Mike Evans came up from behind. The behind part blew my mind. I don't get it. Anybody with two eyes and maybe even a little glycoma could see that it was like a frontal confrontation. Now, was it maybe slightly out of his peripheral? Slightly. But (laughs) the conversations have been attacked from behind, assaulted from behind, punches. And it was a clear push. It was a very aggressive push. But... He saw somebody put his hands on his quarterback. Yeah. There also is like a case to be made. Like is like these guys. And again, I mean, I don't know if I'm necessarily like condoning or defending what Mike Evans did. Like agreed. He got ejected for a reason. I'm not saying that like it was like a fair thing. He broke the rules. He got ejected. Mm -hmm. I don't know a hundred. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not going to put myself in the ref shoes from my perspective. I don't know hundred percent if it deserves a, a one game suspension. I get that they're out there trying to like keep people safe and that that's their priority. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would say that he like truly impacted the safety of Lattimore. I think there might could have been a little bit of like flopping that's happening here. Um, <laughs> we saw some Premier League action on this. Do you know field. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this is a guy that like gets people like he gets he's running 
and people are shoving, like they have their hands all over each other and they're shoving each other and he doesn't fall. You're telling me that like Mike Evans comes up to you and pushes you and you fall. Like, I don't know. It could happen. It could happen. And even if you did, like, boo-hoo, you got It might have been a little bit of a flop. I that's. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, you can hype it up a little bit. And mm-hmm. we. I, I don't know 100%. I don't know if if he deserved the one-game suspension. But obviously, that's, what, that's the biggest news that broke out of this, Casey, is oh, that yeah. the NFL is not taking any further action against anyone else who was involved in this except for Mike Evans. Yep. He gets a one game suspension so he will not be uh playing this week. But you know as of I, now. As of now he is appealing it. Like he yeah. is actively appealing it. So we will see how this process plays out because he is Tomorrow. appealing it. Mm-hmm. Um but you know I really appreciated it in this in this whole thing. Um I know so here's the thing People call Tom Brady a whiner, and I just think there's going to be people who never like Tom Brady, and that's yes. fine. He doesn't have to be your cup of tea. I love Taylor Swift. I think she's amazing. <laughs> I will like. I actively give her my money. You know what I mean? She's dropping a new album, and you like and my month. roommate would get along great. I'm like, like I pay. I don't go to that many concerts. I'm gonna pay like two hundred and fifty dollars to go to a Taylor <laughs> Swift concert. Like I'll like take my kids to the babysitter. I'll fly across the country. I don't care. You know what I mean? (laughs) But she's not like, she's not everybody's cup of tea. And Uh I get that. And it doesn't matter to me. And no matter what she does, she has people that hate everything. She she has people that hate everything she does. And, and the thing is like, but here's the thing at the end of the day, like she's a good songwriter, right? Mm -hmm. Like Tom Brady, you don't have to to like him. You don't think you don't have to think that he's great. You don't have to like his personality, the way that he goes about his business. You don't have to like that he's married to a supermodel. You don't have to like that he mm-hmm. kissed his kid. Like you don't have to like any of those things. You don't have to like how he handled the the uh, Patriots situation. You don't have to like any of that. Anything. But yep. to not from a like, if you're telling me you understand football and you don't think that Tom Brady is a fantastic, if not the best quarterback. Yep. At least of this generation, if not of all time, I will respond by telling you, well, you don't know football. You're yeah. like, you like uh, walk the play. Very you fair clearly response. don't know anything about football. You don't, ha- you can think Tom baby, Tom. Oh geez. <laughs> I'm getting my words mixed up. You can, you can think he's Tom baby. I don't care. I'm sure a lot of people call him baby though. I'm I mean, sure in a you, weird way, but like, you, you know, think Tom Brady is a cry baby. But the thing is, he has the back of his teammates. And so on his podcast, he said, I think emotions get the best of us sometimes, but I love Mike. The fact that he would come out there and defend me means everything in the world to me as a teammate and a friend. Right. He goes on to say, Mike knows how I feel about him. In the end, emotions are a part of sports. Sometimes they boil over and they did on Sunday. It's an unfortunate circumstance. Mm-hmm. I don't think it deserved any type of suspension. I think that's ridiculous. Hopefully we can move past it and into a better place. And again, you can feel whatever kind of way you want about, about Tom Brady. He is a good quarterback. He has his teammates backs. Mm-hmm. And for those things, 
I think that you that like you should respect Tom Brady. Like that yeah. is a respectable thing to say, especially when someone comes out there and they defend you. And then now you're defending them and you're saying, you know, I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And I think that like that makes me admire Tom Brady as a teammate. He's clearly a very good teammate. Oh, absolutely. And Kaylee, I think this kind of circles back to that human conversation you and I had on one of the previous episodes here at Jolly Rogers and touchdowns. And I bring this up only for one key reason. Just imagine being Brady. We're going back to the human part here. So for anybody who's just looking for any reason to spew hate from their pores about this guy, get over it. Back to the human concept right now. This is somebody who's dealt with being in the headlines to such an extensive manner for the past, for this whole year. Is he going to retire? Is he still upset about the Rams situation? Oh my gosh, he retired. What is he going to do next? Who's he going to go to next? The Miami Dolphins situation, the, you know, 11 day, what happened here? Is it a medical? Is it his family? Is it his marriage? Oh my gosh, the models leaving Brady, uh, separation. He's losing his wife and his kids. Oh, actually he was vacationing in the Bahamas with his wife to save his marriage. That saying that aloud alone in that small context, I have a headache. And I think something from a human perspective is that another reason why it was important for his teammates, Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans, and whomever else to defend Tom Brady, regardless of he was being a crybaby, throwing a tantrum or whatever. It's the fact that there has been so much noise surrounding this team. And when the noise gets loud enough, the first assumption people have is how is that affecting his teammates, his relationship, his chemistry with his teammates? Any bad pass that happens is all of a sudden, a oh, I wonder if that was the 11 days that Brady thought that he had the room to take off. And so there's just all these moving pieces that always come back to just harping on a negative perspective of Brady and questioning the relationship and the chemistry with Brady and his teammates, his teammates standing up for him. Mike Evans, probably one of the faces of this team, the main face of this team outside of Tom Brady standing up for Tom Brady. Yeah. It's going to have a lot more meaning than just what we saw on the field. So I love that you mentioned that and brought some light to that. Like Tom Brady loves that his teammates stood up for him. And Mike Evans, you saw it on his social media. You saw it in every interview that he's done in the past 48 hours. He stands by what he did on that field. And it doesn't go unnoticed how many other people had participation in that fight. And I think the suspension was just a bit of overkill. And last thing I'll say, circle it back to um, attorney Greg Allman, is that he also put up something really interesting. So head over to his Twitter guys. Cause the T is really, really potent over there. He pulled up an old clip of AJ, um, former Bengals wide receiver. He was in Bengals uniform at the time. I'm drawing a blank on this guy's. I apologize. Green. AJ green. Thank you to the world's greatest producer. AJ green put a, put a dude in a chokehold on the field. And then that turned into a blow for blow situation where this was pushing and wrestling. There wasn't particularly too many like fists being thrown. It was pushing, it was wrestling, and then that being that. There was no suspension. They were both ejected from the game, as Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore were, and there was no suspension after the fact. So I just have a lot of curiosity revolving around that. Yeah, I think I think that maybe there's a, a possibility that um, the situation was read into because of the bad blood between the two of them. But Casey, we have a few more things to get to. So moving on to a few other big pieces of news, uh, first of which is something that uh, we kind of teased a little bit. The Bucks had some room financially to potentially yep. add 
some guys to the roster. They decide to sign former Bills receiver Cole Beasley to the practice squad with the idea that he could very quickly be activated uh, to help Tom Brady. And uh, he is another veteran receiver. He is 33 years old. He has 550 career receptions. And we know that with Julio Jones and Chris Godwin being out and the one game suspension, which we'll see if it's reversed of Mike Evans, uh, they their once loaded wide receiver room is dwindling a little bit. And so adding Beasley, I think will help, um, especially uh, because his career catch rate is 71%. So he's very reliable and Tom Brady needs a guy like that. So I think that is a really good addition on the positive note, Casey, I will let you kind of handle some of the negative news, which is we found out a little bit more about, Akeem Hicks and what exactly he left the game with. Yeah. Well, Todd Bowles mentioned today on another podcast that not only will Akeem Hicks be missing some time, but so will Josh Wells, who was the backup to Donovan Smith, who we still haven't gotten much of an update on when Donovan Smith will return. So at this point, it sounds like Brandon Walton will continue to to step in there. And which is interesting about that is that Monday morning, he tweeted, you know, I've talked with the coaches. I said, whenever my number's called, I'll be ready to step up. And so whenever my number's called again, I'll be ready to step up. Well, looks like your number's going to get called again now, buddy, because we haven't heard any updates per Donovan Smith, as I just mentioned. Um, As for Akeem Hicks, he is looking to be sidelined for roughly a month. Um, Looks like he has a plantar fasciitis um, injury in his foot. I think I was actually correctly. Yeah, and it was a tear. So that's – Yeah, a tear. Thank you. Yeah, it wasn't just like that. That can get inflamed from time to time, but and and that's manageable. A lot mm-hmm. of guys deal with this and manage it throughout the season. But, but this his was position, yeah. yeah. And on top of that, like you're putting so much, you're bearing so much weight on the lower half of your body yeah. to you know be able to move other big guys and and so on and so forth. So that wasn't great news. And Kaylee, that really set a fire under fans today when that was found out earlier, because the first two things that were immediately flooding all socials was a somebody called Nadama Kinsu. He's still waiting for (laughs) a contract and there's still a little bit of money on the table or in the capital room. Well, realm of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers words, 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 Casey. Um, And the other thing that came about, of course, because we all love to be dramatic, me included, was, oh, I knew this guy was washed up. What a waste. Blah, 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 blah. So no positive. Which I don't buy into, like, again, a preemptive walk the plank. Like, come on, Mm -hmm. guys. Like, like, no, no. But yeah, go back to the play. It's not like they were playing, you know the Browns or some other crap team, no offense to the Browns that, you know, all of a sudden he just kind of flopped around and and got this tear in his foot. No, they were playing the saints. It was a very neck and neck matchup for a good chunk of the game and a lot of aggression and so on and so forth. So, you know, it happens. We're seeing a lot of the top players just go down like flies right now. And it happens every year, even though it feels a little bit more dramatic each year. So Yep, that's what's going on. So fans, let us know over at Jolly Rogers TDS if you think, A, the Bucks are going to sign Adama Kinsu, or B, if they should, or if there's somebody else 
in the veteran world just waiting for their number to be called that you think would be a quality fit for this Bucks T line. 